worship episode. <laughs> if you're noticing the laughter in the background, it's because it's been three seconds since the last one, as we're going to keep going. But I want to pick it up. Great to be it's, back. It's good to be back, gentlemen. It's great to be back. Well, here, here's the question Yay. I want to start this half of the conversation with. This is something that I think a lot about, and I want your guys' opinion on it. It comes out of John chapter 4. Jesus said, the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. Now, I skew heavily to truth. Mm-hmm. And I would say that maybe, and this is both charitable and maybe uncharitable, depending on how you look at it, I would say that most of the modern worship song writing and song singing movement leans more heavily into the spirit and experience at the expense of truth. So, gentlemen, mm-hmm. help me navigate my love for truth and my desire to not quench the spirit in worship. How do we do that? How, how, what are some ways we do that as worship leaders? That's a great question. <laughs> I'm better at asking them than answering them, baby. Be discerned on what songs are out. If it's popu- Sometimes if it's popular, maybe stay away from it. So are you, are you thinking like I lyrically? Not always. Not 100% agree with Not that. always. Not always. Not. Read the lyrics. Make there sure are it, some songs yes. that are really popular. Name that, one. Oceans? Not a chance. I was, saying, um, I was just saying. Couples not removed is like getting that, around there a little bit. Yeah. What do you mean been around what'd there? You say? It's it's getting around a little bit. Like what song? the couples not removed. Who wrote that? I don't know what that is. We did that on Good Friday. Like, you wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Someone I wasn't skipped. There. Um, the groups that are making it popular are groups that I am sometimes wary of. Oh, that, Like when they when they do the song, I'm like, yeah, maybe it's not. Uh, I want to give it an yeah. extra look. Yeah. Well, now, and, hang tight, because I got a question about that, too. Yeah. Oh, but, oh, I have a lot of opinions. I know, we're getting there. What, okay. you were, yeah. what you were saying, like, that's obviously not always the case. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, what was he saying that was not always the case? Yeah, what did I say? Because I was saying just be discerned, because sometimes, sometimes popular popularity might oh, not, yeah. oh, might I not thought, be right. I thought you were saying no. all popular. No, not all. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Not all. No, I, yeah. Because truth, yeah, truth is not always popular. Be discerned. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Have have discernment. Use use the discernment that God has given you to to read the lyrics and then go to the Bible. It's not that hard. I would also say go back to the motivation. Yes. We cannot control or summon the Holy Spirit. Nope. Amen. We he cannot. decides to be there or not. I think that when our goal is to throw our crowns down, to uh, to just speak or sing or acknowledge the worth of God, yeah. how worthy he is of praise, yeah. and to praise him for it, uh, that... I think is, you know, a lot of times the spirit will invite himself in there and that's great. But I don't think that we should be sitting down to like, okay, we're going to try and get the spirit to move tonight. Mm -hmm. Because at that point you're like, I'm going to try and convince God to do the thing. Yeah. Which is obviously like crazy. I think I want to say it's, I mean, as opposed to prayer where we're asking or, you know, something like that. This is trying to control or manipulate. Do you think? Do you think sometimes when we're trying to do that particular thing, we might open the door to other spirits that aren't of God? I think so. I think it kind of say yes. It, so you're saying that just because everybody looks like they're worshiping doesn't mean they're actually worshiping? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we like we've heard in a docu series, you can use certain chord structures to mm. manipulate emotion, and it's oh, not yeah. that hard. It's not hard at all. Mm. Right. That's why pop music is so popular. It's what it sounds D- good. DCA, DCAC? Uh, G. 
There's D- P- P- a G. Yeah, G. Yeah. You know who knows all these rules? Like uh, John Williams, Danny Elfman, the movie music guys. Yes. They know how to make you feel things. Lynn right. Manuel Miranda. Oh, yeah. They just, they're, they're equations and formulas now. Yeah. Hamilton made me cry. No. Well, there you go. No yeah. one asked you. But I'm not into it. <laughs> but yeah, I think that the presence of the spirit or just also any emotional output, which I think if I'm, I'm kind of forgetting already, was that part of the question? The question originally? is basically, yeah. how do you navigate both spirit and truth in yeah. worship? I think that a lot of times when we want spirit, what we are actually looking at is emotion. Oh, it's so good. And mm. so good. I think That's that mm-hmm. both of those... I think the spirit coming in is a, a great end result. I think that emotion can be a good byproduct mm. of good worship, but I think that it should not be your goal. And if it is, then you're back to manipulating. You're back yeah. to putting on a show. Yeah. Uh, the the goal should be that God is praised for how good He is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everything else will fall into place after that. And you will have good nights, you'll have bad nights. Mm-hmm. Um, the greatest gift I think a worship leader can have is to be able to worship when it's good or when it's bad. Mm. Yeah, And that yeah. is whether you're up front, when you're having that bad day where your heart's not in it, but you know that you've been called to it and it's your job, so you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You can still get to the throne room. You just have to, you know, you have to work a lot harder at it. You, you have to put in a lot more focus. You have to be okay with the fact that you're not going to have fun tonight, but that's all right. Fun is not the, the goal. Exactly. And when you can do that, you can do good worship even when your heart's not in the right spot. I've known a lot of worship leaders, and that's the first time I've heard that, and I really like that. It's very good. Well, let I'm me... sure I'm sure someone said it before me. I don't know who I, but I'm, I, I'm not saying they have. Yeah. I, they haven't, yeah. but that is the first time I've heard that. I, lo- I really like that. Which part did you like? That even if you're having a, mm. a crappy day, mm-hmm. even if whatever is happening in your life, it, it might not be fun. But that's not the goal. The goal is not fun. The goal mm. is to worship our king mm-hmm. and give him praise. That, that, that's it. Preach. Because that's what yeah. he deserves. Mm-hmm. And fun is not part of that. Yeah. Mm. It might be fun. It's great when it's fun, but it, it doesn't yeah, have sure. to be. It doesn't no. have to be fun. And you yeah, gotta be, song, you gotta be about, okay. I thank God. That, that's what it was. That's popular in uh, it's a Maverick City. Something. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that song's fun. That song is super fun, and it gives God praise. Mm. But you could still play that song and not have fun because you played it six hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've played certain songs, and I am sick of playing them. By the time, okay, this is this is a rule we had at our last church. If you're sick of it, the congregation is finally starting to like it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I necessarily believe it, but I don't necessarily believe it either. It might but, be a little hyperbolic, but I can yeah, see where they but came you've to that. Played conclusion. it so many yeah. times, you're sick of it, but that doesn't matter. That the goal is not to make you feel good. That's not the goal. The goal is to worship God. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I always had a thing about just show up, mm. you know, that's, that was kind of the, that's been the mentality I've had the last couple of years is just, if I ain't feeling it, just show up. Is that good or bad? Good. I mean, good because then you're there to, to mm-hmm. worship. Because if, if I'm, if I'm just so like, man, this sucks. I'm like, just, show, just come as you are, show up. And God usually works and God usually speaks. 
they'll tell you what, if you're there to to lead worship and you're doing it, I mean, God's sovereign. So if, yeah. if at least at that moment you were called to lead in that moment. Yeah. So you show up yeah. and yeah, you do whatever you need to do yeah. to be worshipful in that moment. That's yeah. good. Uh, if it's something where that becomes your normal is just show up. Yeah. You're probably not called to it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Use that discernment. That's interesting. That's, Callings that's, change. That is super Callings can change. Yes. Yeah, yeah. uh, every life has seasons. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like there's at this, some people that need to hear that. I feel right now like I could lead worship to the day I die. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true. That's how, that's what I want right now. I love it. I love leading worship so much. I've been, I've seen so much. Can we say crap? Is that. <laughs> I've said crap three okay. times. Okay, all right. So, so help, help. I said I'll swear, um, but I've I've been through so much crap, and I've never lost my joy for leading worship, mm -hmm. and I've seen it since I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Stuff that like me too I should traumatize people. Yeah, man, I had to get tar beheaded. Okay, remember when the stuff got stolen and like my guitar got broken because it was leaning against the wall? Do you remember who it was? Yes. Yep. We had fun burning that guitar later on. We did. That was and mattresses. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was a that was a dumpster fire of a party, is what that was. <laughs> was <so much> <laughs> but fun. but anyway, back to the thing. Yeah. I forgot what the thing was. That's what happened. No, um, you still could see yourself leading yeah. worship, and I yeah. would just but, while you're thinking about your thought, I think it's because you see yourself as a worshiper first oh i think good. when you when you make yourself a worship leader first then you can't be weak then you yeah. can't have a bad day then you got to be the guy that's manufacturing something that really you never should have been manufacturing mm -hmm. to begin with now and i only say that because now i can't speak to leading worship i can only speak to the things that i know um which be leading so the bible says this the sword of the spirit which is the word of the lord as i read the new testament it would seem to me when Jesus talks about worship, when Jesus talks, when they talk about the spirit, the spirit, he is activated. He is motivated. He is led by God's word. And so my take on worship, and this is maybe I want to know what you guys think, is true worship is worshiping God with the promises of God. If we don't have the promises of God, we're not, I mean, what are we doing? I mean, what, yeah. I mean, what we're doing is we're saying, God, these are your promises and we're glorying, glorifying you for them which is why I think lyrics are so important. But mm -hmm. I also think I think the reason why you can come having a bad day and if you're singing true things about God, you're singing God's promises, you cannot help but the spirit to overtake you and to lead you into worship because yeah. it's not about an experience or yeah. an emotional high. It's saying God, you are be who you said you are. Yeah. That's what and worship, I want to worship you for who you are and just remind me that you are who you are. And and if we see ourselves as worshipers first, because I I'm with you guys. Like I don't think you burn out if you're doing it the way God calls you to do it. Yeah. I think you burn out when you try to do it yourself, or by the power that you're given. So yep. yeah. that doesn't mean callings don't change. I think I, I'm with both you guys on yeah. that because God will take you in and out. But but what I'm saying is like if you're burning out, that is probably like a a, a warning sign that maybe what you're doing is unsustainable because it's unbiblical. Thoughts. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've talked I mean, about I, this. I think it's like a fever. At that point, it is cowbell. Yes, <laughs> fever. No, okay, but but the the burnout, the start of burnout, I think, is the indicator that, yeah, uh, sometimes a fever just means that you're teething. You know, you're working through something you've got 
I'm you're doing that right now. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's what Not I was thinking about. His 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 little baby boy. But uh, sometimes it's just something that comes with growing, and you get through it and you get back and you're you're good. But sometimes if it if it keeps going, there's a, a deeper sickness there, mm-hmm. and that could be that. Yeah, you're just no longer called to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, that's what I said, calling. Yeah. Which is not a cop-out. For all of our listeners, you're not yeah. copping yeah. out if you no. feel like you need to pull out. That's right. yeah. That can be legit. That's not, yeah. yeah. we're also not here to make everybody's decisions for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. and you know what? Let it be temporary and see how you feel in a month, you yeah. know? Don't, like, the idea that, like, once we're signed up for a ministry, we have to be available for the rest of our oh, lives is just so unhealthy. It is and not a good thing. It's not yeah. just in worship ministry. It's in every yeah. single thing you can it sign is. up for at a church. Yep. And, I mean, you know, we're that 20% in the 80-20 rule, and we're just going to keep doing things until we, yeah, lose all our steam. Yeah. Uh, yep. It, I mean, it's just a, it's an unavoidable part of the culture, I think. That, I agree. Yeah. Uh, we I just, mean, good help is yeah. hard to find. Yeah. yeah. And so when I you find use it. it. You ring, <laughs> ring that stuff out. Yeah. Well, it's been, I mean, for me, it's been nice to be out of. Yeah doing anything does it make corporate worship sweeter for you knowing that you don't have to carry it all the time no no mm. not at all but like for me it's just been nice because i mean god kind of said you've sucked at being a husband mm. you've sucked at being a dad because you've been so engulfed and obsessed with becoming something that maybe you weren't supposed to be mm. in the first place or whatever which has been hard for me to like mm come to grips with it's like well i'm like well, like there's been conversations with god i'm like well why did you waste my time that's mm. like that's how i felt i was like how do you like why did you do like give me all this talent for nothing that's what it feels it's, it's what it felt like did was, you say some, at that point well why didn't you listen to me um probably all right but i was just i was just wondering but i was just getting like i was just like i'm like this just seems like such a way like because if i'm like to me if and this is just my stupid mentality but it's like if I'm not actively doing something with it, it seems useful, like useless to me hmm. or whatever. So it's just like, he's like, no, it's not the point. He's like, you need to worship me. You don't need to like perform for me. Like you need to be a wor- like wor- a worshiper. I was like, well, I don't even understand that. Like, because I can't, I'm so thick headed. It's like, I can't get past, which I know what it means. Right. But in the moment when I'm like, just actively like, discussing my thoughts i guess or whatever it's just like i don't get it like it won't click until i'm to think about it more you know and but it's been good for me to be out of any kind of like church leadership because i've been doing it since i've been like i've been a leader of something since i was like 14 mm-hmm. or whatever and, and then for anybody in that boat i mean this isn't for brandon but for anybody listening that's in that boat remember what paul says in Acts seventeen twenty five. God is not served by human hands as though he needed anything mm-hmm. since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath yeah. and everything. We sing a song at our church that goes, it's our breath, it's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you. It's a direct mm-hmm. quote of Acts 17. It's yeah. the breath you give us, the skills you give us. You don't need us to do any of it, Yeah, which is just helpful to be reminded of. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. All right, let's get Could, spicy. Hold on. I want so, a side note. I got one, another question. So side go ahead. Note, All right. So just side note. Um, if you are a husband or wife, if you are a parent, 
Everyone at this table can only be a husband, to be clear. That I'm, is I'm, podcast rule. There, there are female listeners I know, I'm just saying, podcast. I want everybody to know where I'm at on that issue. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> everybody we, here can be husbands only. We are all husbands. <laughs> Most of us are fathers. Add it. Waste of time. Yeah. Go. Uh, nope. That was, <laughs> no, no, that's I mean, the, it's fine. It's a waste. Keep it in. I don't mind people hearing it. I think it's just a waste of time. Good. Uh, you may, at face value, think that worship is more worthy than your family. Just... Because yet yeah, God should be your priority. Yeah. God should be the head of your marriage. God should be the the way that you parent mm. is godly. So yeah, you can't love your wife and kids or your husband and kids or whoever without loving God more and first. That being said, being a spouse and a parent is worship. And mm-hmm. if being involved in ministry takes away from that, which should be your first calling, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, for anyone out there that has ever used, I'll tell you what, ministries probably end a lot of marriages yeah. mm-hmm. when they're not being done well. Uh-huh. When they, I, yeah. I've got a story about like, that. Me too. It's not about, it's about Go me. Ahead. So. So is mine. Nice. <laughs> um, so now we're, I, I remember we were just, we had one, maybe two kids, and we came to something, and we were we were late. We were late to it, and I was, I was either leading worship, like, not the way. We're talking about here like like Baptist talk, style, like reading some scripture <laughs> and praying. Like that's my leading. It's not the music part. But like it was something where we were late and, and I was I stormed into our pastor's office and I said, I'm sorry I was late. Just trying to get out the door. But my, with all these kids and my wife it just like ugh. I just I told her we had to be here, but we just were late. And he said, Always be late because your family becomes comes before ministry. I was expecting him to just rag on my wife and say, you need to get her in line. You need to tell her you got to go. And he's like, that's not how we do it here. Like, your family comes first. I hope there's some form of don't you dare do that again or something. Oh, yeah. Like he, let, yeah. He, let, okay. he let me have it. It's like, I know don't pa- worry. I know Pastor this Dave. Is the, yeah. This is yeah. the G-rated version. <laughs> he is not afraid to tell me. To, to, but he, he, was very, he was very stern in a Good kind way. Good Pastor Dave. He was saying, you don't basically was saying don't sacrifice your family in the altar mm-hmm. ministry. It ain't worth it. And don't throw them under the bus. Also that. Yeah. Don't throw your wife under the bus. Why not? Literally Why or huh. figuratively. So I've seen it. I mean I can't speak to the worship side, but Yeah. That's good. And I think you're right. I think I think ministry ruins a lot of marriages. Mm. Can can worship ministry be an idol? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it didn't need to be asked. Uh not that hard. Oh, is it, uh, what was it, Calvin? Mm. He said mm-hmm. the human heart is a factory of idols. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I mean, as the worship ministry, you are like, oh, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the You're the best ministry in the church is how people look at it. Most you're visible, the, probably, right? You're the, the prettiest. You're, you're the most, yeah, you're, you're the it is the cool kids table. It's the cool kids mm, table. Interesting. And so Didn't therefore you are better. But yeah, it yeah, you're the you're the cool kid. Yeah, everyone sees you. So you start worshiping yourself. Mm. All right. So next question. Next spicy question, question apparently. I don't, maybe spice it's spicy. It's very spicy in the church right now. So okay. and and I'll frame it like this and then and I'll explain where I'm going with it. Can a song stand on its own two legs? Mm. Or does the ministry that produced it always carry the stigma of the song? So, for example, I'll name names right now. So, in our circles of more conservative Christianity, we would say things like, 
churches that are more charismatic, I mean, like like Bethel or Hillsong or Elevation, churches that are more charismatic, um, and sometimes to the point even where maybe their lyrics are not as biblically centered as we would like to see, mm-hmm. they would say, the question would be, can you do it? So if, if the song passes the lyric test, you, you, mm-hmm. you test it by Scripture, and you say, okay, there's no heresy in here, it lines up with Scripture, would you be willing to play it or not play it? I'll play it. Mm. Let me give you some backstory. Mm-hmm. Does anybody here at this table like to sing It Is Well With My Soul? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Horatio Spafford wrote that song. I don't know. Horatio, Sp- it doesn't matter. He <laughs> was a Christian. Mm-hmm. He's dead. And his in the family his family died in a, in a boat accident. That's, that's the whole point yeah. of the song. He wrote it when he was floating over the part of the sea where his daughters died. Um, very sad. He died okay. as a heretic. He, he renounced Orthodox Christianity, mm. and he believed in some other weird part of Christianity. So his ministry would not stand the test of Orthodoxy. So in that example, he would be like Hillsong, started out Christian and ended up maybe being less than such. But we still sing that song like it's the bee's knees. Mm. So my question then would be, is it because he's dead? Is it because no one knows? Is it because the song outlasted his ministry? Why are we comfortable singing a song like It Is Well With My Soul when the writer was a heretic and we have problems with singing songs that are theologically accurate from ministries that are not? I would say, and this is something that the church is going to struggle with, it takes some nuance. you got to read the room a little bit. You have to know your congregation. So I think that, like, yeah, for It Is Well With My Soul, it... I will obviously just probably always do that one unless someone. I'm not saying stop. Yeah, just no. To be clear, it, I'm unless, pro it as unless well. somebody like was revealed some part of scripture that's that just you know millions of people had missed for thousands of years kind of thing and like it was like wait a second we can't sing that I was like okay yeah maybe but uh, and for for more modern examples it depends mm, yeah I can't I I can't give you you can't do like a black and white on this one. Because I think that, so like we, we've got some versions of songs that uh, were done by a, a group that um, I, I would say right now, at least in our congregation, they probably feel pretty strongly about uh, coming out with with some feelings on the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that if that were the only version of that song, you want to name names because I have no idea who you're that? talking about. Yeah. So we're talking about, okay, so Ren Collective. Oh. Uh, the, yeah. So we do, so we do, do You Are My you Vision instead of the oh, so uh, Be Thou My Vision. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing against that song. Uh, that's would a, you still do it? I think that right now it would be unwise, at least mm-hmm. for a time, mm-hmm. because it's going to cause my brothers and sisters to stumble. I didn't know they wrote it. It wouldn't cause me any. Uh, yeah, any, and that's any, the thing. But but see, I, that's, I but that's the range, right? That's the, I, got people I, like Bryce, I know people that I know people in our congregation that will stumble on it right now. Mm-hmm. And that's your we'll, job. Yeah, and yeah. Right. will that's they? A fair argument. Will they yeah. grow past that in time? Hopefully, possibly. Yeah, hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. I'm praying for it. Mm-hmm. If they don't, I'll tell you what. There's like there's some great ways to do. Be thou my vision. That isn't their arrangement of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like modified lyrics, and 
Citizens so, has a really good version of that song. We there are some awesome ones. I yeah. think there's a there's a yeah. Ascend the Hill version that yes. I've been kind of looking at a little. Oh bit. come on, but, don't do that to me. <laughs> no, no, this one, you'll be doing that to all three of us. Ain't doing no, it to me. No, I'm this playing one, that week. I guarantee one, you. The drums are normal on that one. It's oh, fine. Liar. They're, they're in like three four or four four something like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, something not, not nice. Seventeen not six, twelve. Eight, you know, Irish pub like this yeah. week. Oh my gosh! Yes. That was what you played today. That was epic, but yeah, uh, I think that, and I'll tell you, the church struggles so much with nuance. Yeah, oh, true. There's, there's the, the the church wants black and white answers on everything. Mm-hmm, yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna call you out. That's lazy. That means well, you don't want to think, and you need to think. So like, but but yeah, for the most part, it just takes more than a yes or no answer. Yeah. You got to think about your people. And mm-hmm. that's again where the, the priority list that I had earlier comes in. Mm-hmm. I think I guess we have to say that was the last episode. <laughs> right. <that's, laughs> Dang it. That's confusing. That's, that's uh, all right. But yeah. So do the lyrics match up with scripture? Mm-hmm. Does it say good things about, the, about God? Does it praise him? Yes. Does it cause any trouble for the, the flock that you're leading? If it does, you kind of have to take one for the team. Mm-hmm. Until you can, co- yeah. you know, confidently say that people aren't going to trip on that one anymore. Yeah, uh, and th- I mean, there's outliers. You might have a single <sighs> I person. Was gonna say, there there's... might be one person in your congregation that that's hating on a song. There's one. This song, I don't like that we do it because this line is something I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that I think would be different than and it's, if the it's ministry one, that wrote it. Yeah, would you agree? Yes, I say. And, and this, yeah, I'm kind of off off I track mean on this. But, you, but no, I, no, you're fine. Because I think they're both worthy of talking yeah. about. But yeah. yeah, I think if if it's one person, but for like if your consensus is this is a good song that says good things and mm-hmm. it helps people worship. Sometimes you have to, as lovingly as possible, tell someone I respect the, how you feel about that. But it's not a it's not the common opinion, so we're probably going to keep doing it. Um, yeah, it's also know. not a sin issue, right? Because yeah. there's no commandment being broken. Yeah, there's no, yeah. no biblical command that says you cannot do worship songs from apostate ministries. Ultimately, yeah. So it's a wisdom sure. and a discernment issue. It's yes. not. Yeah, it's it's not. We're a, not talking about breaking the commandments of law. We're talking about Romans yeah. fourteen. Mm. I would think, right? Yes. No. So, at what point do you say? I'm asking the questions here. You whisper it into my ear, and then I'll ask it. No, go ahead. He's wearing headphones. They don't work. No, so at what point do you say, uh, okay, it's been enough time. There's, Let's say, you know, there's still 10, 20 people that are struggling uh, with that. But the rest of the church is like, you know what? Okay, maybe 10, 20 people. We don't have that massive of a church. So let's say there's 10 people, 10 people that are still mm-hmm. struggling. At what point do you say, okay, well, I think it's time that we can still we, – we can play this song now. But those 10 people still are like, okay, is that too many for you? or Because you're saying one. Mm-hmm. Is 10 – I'm, I'm not trying to like – Yeah, what's your I'm threshold? Not, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that that's another thing where you can't set a rule. You just have to approach it okay. at the moment. That's a – Let's burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> I'm just uh, no. I'm I don't. Just I don't. I don't want, I'm not a, a fan of burning bridges. I think that, uh, yeah, it really comes down comes down to f- first of all, you know, take a second look at the song. Does does it is it worth possibly alienating a certain number of people over? And usually never. But. Usually not. But like, yeah, like if if it's some, I would say no. Yeah, no song is yeah. that good. Yeah. So. That it's good. I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard one yet. 
and I listen to a lot. Here's of my music. next question. Then I mean, you already alluded to it, but so let's say the issue isn't necessarily the group, but it's a lyric. Hmm. Would you be willing to change a lyric? I mean, you guys some? have. Yeah, no, we have. Yeah, like, yeah, so uh, what a beautiful name it is. We changed. You didn't want heaven without us. We said. We couldn't have heaven without you. Which is better. Because mm-hmm. the next line is, because, because you sent Jesus down. Yeah. Um, so we've done that. But where are you guys at? I didn't that? even realize that. Yeah. What's that? They, that? That line was changed. Mm. Oh, we don't do it that much, too, though. You might not know. I've that been at a church where that's like a high crime. To change a lyric? To change it from whatever is in the original copyrighted material. Yeah. So is I, it a high crime? It's not. No. Okay, I didn't know no. that. Like, I mean, it might be gray area. <laughs> I mean, we're still gonna like, pay them. Yeah, <laughs> you're still getting your yeah. CCLI money. Yeah, I mean, cut. at that point, if, if, if that's illegal, Sponsor then so is podcast. if that's illegal, then so is having another chorus at the end. So like, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. you have to true. be okay with artistic liberty, mm-hmm. but yeah. even more so with um, if this doesn't line up with scripture, and you can make it line up with scripture without. Mm-hmm. Stumbling over it, mm-hmm. yeah. That's one of my favorite that's things that our church thing. does is yeah. change the lyrics to make them mm-hmm. biblically accurate. Because there are certain songs, and I'm like, man, there's just that one thing yeah. that makes this song terrible, and it just it's heretical. And change it, and it's like, oh, it's good, mm-hmm. it's fine, and it mm-hmm. still fits lyrically. It still fits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It flows with the song, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with it now. It's done well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that like if it's if it falls into place easy. Awesome. If it doesn't, maybe then, not. Yeah, it's okay mm-hmm. to to abandon the song. Like we it can't is, like yeah. pillage reckless love and make it work. There's right. no way to make that song work. <laughs> Such a good song. Such a good song. <laughs> I have played hey, that song again. That reminds me of another question that I would ask. Do you guys have a list of songs that you would listen to personally because you like them? But wouldn't do them corporately. Oh heck yeah! Oh, so many. But not because they're too hard, but because maybe you wonder if theologically, like for example, "Reckless Love" is one for me. Like yeah. I can listen to that, and I can mm-hmm. I can have a definition of reckless to where I can say, okay, God is reckless in the sense that He's not counting the cost because we're all sinners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that to me would be too much of a bridge to try and get the congregation not to stumble over. Yeah. So for me, I can still worship to that song in my my personal time, but I yeah. would never do it corporately. Are you guys out of that? Or am I have, crazy? No, you're not crazy. I've yeah. got yes. a lot of those songs. Oh, good to know. Oh, yeah. What know. do you think, Brandon? Me? Yeah, you've been yeah. quiet for a while, man. Yeah. What do you mean? Throw some heaters. What do you got? Um, well, I only listen to like a handful of Christian artists. Yeah, you're not a big yeah. Christian musician. I like punk. Yeah, Sorry. I do. That's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I do. Yeah. No, I, wow, um, Bryce, you sounded just like Brandon when you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I threw my voice, too. It's uncanny. Uh, uncanny. No, I... Uh, I'm going to overdub it with Brandon. So, <laughs> <laughs> so for me, um, what I listen to is I like to listen to... Uh, I like to listen to artists that actually mean what they say. Mm. And Short list. How do you know that, though? You don't know them personally. I don't know them personally, but when they write it, I'm like, I relate to it kind of mm-hmm. thing. And uh, Chris Tomlin writes things that you probably relate to. Uh, maybe. He writes but, things um, that he would agree with. <laughs> I'd probably agree with. Theologically. But oh. I don't, like, I'm going to give you an example. Like, say the song, The Blessing. I would never, ever, ever sing that song in church because... Yeah. It's biblical. It's, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible, but it's coming from a bunch of rich people. <laughs> also, which is tone deaf by all means. Oh my gosh! You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't know. Which that's that's the problem I have with modern worship. A lot of it is 
coming from tone deaf people mm-hmm. that are like, we're struggling. Oh, Francesca Bettistelli. I don't need my name in lights. I'm famous in my father's eyes, but she's famous and rich. <laughs> in lights. In lights. Yep. She loves to be in the spotlight. So it's like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Oh my That's all I'm saying. I, anytime I hear it, I'm like, I've never heard it. anyone pronounce it correctly before. Nailed it. That's all I'm saying. I think I think for me I'm I'm attracted to things that are kind of like I don't I don't real genuine authenticness. Authentic. You're a big authentic guy. Yeah. yeah like, you're all that's why you like punk music, because yeah. it's more authentic. Yeah. yeah. It's kind it's coming from a struggle. It's fine. Yeah, it's kinda of, there's a struggle and and yet you get a reality. greater tone on an acoustic guitar than anybody I've ever met, so mm-hmm. no offense. No, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, I'm not a guitar player. I don't know why they keep wanting me to do it. No, I just, probably because so, you're the worship leader. <laughs> Burn. So I've never all, seen anybody sing by playing bass. I that's what I'm that saying. Like, like, I don't have a problem. My like, brain overheated Bethel. today doing that. Yeah. Or whatever. You don't have a problem what? So I don't have a problem ditching Bethel. Sure. Or ditching Elevation. Or any of them. Or right. Hillsong. I don't have a problem. I have a, I have a, okay. I have a real struggle with ditching Hillsong United, though. Because I grew up with those songs. And those, mm-hmm. So that's not those, sarcasm? Now no, I feel like you're legit. a hypocrite. <laughs> no, it's legit. I have a hard time. I'm not list- I don't listen to them anymore. Okay. But I have a hard time. The nostalgia is strong. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's more nostalgic than anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up with United as well. Yeah, but it's hard. I will say there's there's yeah. some... This is from a... like a, a It was like a, a church planting class or church growth class that there's some real demographic data behind this that... Um, I mean, it's unfortunately the case that churches can usually be broken down into like blue collar and white collar and yeah. different cultural sections and things like that. And in a church, that what they found is that in quote unquote blue collar churches, you're gonna want uh, they want worship teams that aren't as polished but are more genuine. Yeah, uh, they want uh, they want to see that the people leading the worship are you know uh really into the music and feeling it and stuff like that and then you get to the white collar churches again quote unquote and they're looking for the higher production value Mm -hmm. and things like that and it's almost like the urban and suburban kind of church it is a little bit and i think that really what it comes down to is yeah everyone's more comfortable worshiping with something they relate to like cowboy church. I would thing. love to do cowboy church or something thing. just for once, just to get in there. I've got all this twang I've just never used, and <laughs> no, I'm just, but uh, I'm pained. Yeah, I, I think that there's a, a just yeah. There's there's something about relating to how the yeah. worship is done, and mm-hmm. I can On the one hand, I wish that that weren't true. I, I wish that just like. You could do whatever, but at the end of the day, if you want to serve the congregation well, as the second level of that responsibility, yeah, kind of, you know, read the room, yeah. and so long as you're not breaking any part of like prioritizing God and praising Him, then yeah, you might have to give up some artistic freedom. To do it in the way that's going to relate to the people in your church, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a fine line because you don't, you also don't want to be manipulative. You don't want to yeah. fake it. You don't want to. 
I almost want to say compromise. I don't know if that's the right word, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you, you don't want it to be a show, but it is something where music has so many different ways to be interpreted mm. and yeah. you do have to relate to your congregation yeah. somewhat in order to do it well. All right, guys, I got three more questions for you. We got 15 minutes before my phone runs out. Three questions. First question, how do you, as a worship leader, integrate or introduce new songs? It's the best way to do it. How how do you do it? Just do it. Just Just do do it. it. That's all I do. Just do it. I don't think there's... I know. I know what Andrew's going to do. Andrew's going to Andrew's going to introduce it and have I'm, someone. I'm sing currently it six times. at the drawing board about this because okay. yeah, it's. I mean, almost anywhere. We just that throw I've one been, in and say, "Let's go." Almost anywhere that I've led worship or been on the worship team, that's how we do it. Is There's just no other way to do it. Right? Hey, we, we're doing a new song. I think that if you have a church service that allows space for like special music or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, which is such a weird name. For we used that. to do. You know what we used to do. When we did, when we passed the plates for offering before yep. COVID, you do we always song. introduced new songs there. That'd be, huh. And and you yeah. know what? That's a great way to do it if you have that opportunity. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you can still worship with a song you've never heard before. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. And I think that that's, I, I know our church struggles with that a little bit. It's, it's very, there's a very. Our church likes to sing. There's a, yeah, there's a so very. they can't, they yeah, do get up. Yeah, there's, there's a thing about like if, it, it, like when we're planning the service it's like well we don't know that song yet so we got to make sure that like everything is simple and straightforward and easy to read and we have to make it you know it, i have a lot of opinions about that yeah it's, I'm, I'm, it. yeah, it's <laughs> i just want to say um it it is a healthy attitude to know that like sometimes you could you can worship by backing up and listening to what's going on mm-hmm. and reflecting you don't have to sing, but I know that like, yeah, yeah, maybe you're in a congregation where the mood is if you're not singing, it doesn't feel right. Sure, that's when it's it's good to try and ease in the new songs. Sometimes but, I've the best times I've had a worship. I don't want the. You don't want to say experience. I don't want to say experience because it's a bad word. But like when I have been able to worship at my best is sitting and listening to a new song mm-hmm. because I can absorb the words better than just singing them out because I know the words like I I can sit there I can read the words that are on the screen and be like man yeah that's that's powerful so first question part B is there a limit to the amount of new stuff you can do in a service? Probably be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think, like, I mean, the, oh, yeah. there's like yeah. a rubber band, always, right? You can't stretch too far. I mean, it, yeah. It's, I think, it just oh, you gosh. get to the point of inconsiderate if you just like yeah. throwing. Yeah, there four, are some churches that do yeah. one new song a week, and that is insane to me. I think because it's too much. That sounds way exhausting. Yeah, yeah, right. It's too sense. much because that's not just like that's just not just like hard on your congregation. That's hard on your team, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, there. I mean, there's some churches that love that. But like the new whatever song drops, they're playing on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. They're playing it the next day. Yeah. They buy the tracks for it. They're playing it the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, I was to me that's insane. I always did throwbacks when I put when I would do worship cleaning or whatever. Yeah. Because <clears throat> we were doing all the new ones. I'm like, throwback. I like that. Yeah. Hey, there were people that didn't. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lots of. People. Hey man, as much as long as yeah. we got worship teams, we got opinions. Yeah. Um. What role or how extensive should the worship leader consider 
the spiritual development of those under him. A hundred percent. Like, should they be doing Bible studies? Should they yes. be actively involved in fellowshipping and caring for the people that serve on that ministry? How, how, are, how is your team going to be unified if you're not, like, intentionally pouring into them as a leader? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, so what are you doing? Bible study? Meeting yeah. together? Yeah. Hanging out? What are you doing? Just normal stuff? Commu- that could be like a community thing. A community group, yeah. 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 I think it depends on how big the team is. You might, yeah. you know, whatever you can schedule. You know, do yeah. something. Do something. That's, but do something. It's yeah. more than just showing up on a, yeah. a practice. And you need Absolutely. to know. You need to know your team. Yeah. yeah. Just like on anything. Like if you have yeah. volunteers, your pastor needs to know the volunteers. Hmm. He needs to understand what they're going, like what they're going through. Yep. Does the uh, <laughs> I got so many more questions. Rapid fire though. Here we go. Should everybody that plays on the worship team be a member of the church? No. No. I'm, I'm not a member of the church. No, I, that, that's, not, <laughs> so, yeah. that's not why I asked that question. To, no, but yeah, so. If you have more questions, we can just use Andrew's phone. That's fine. I, well, we'll just we'll go rapid that. fire. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. I do no, think I that like it's probably probably people that care about the, mo- the most of people that have been burned by either a, a oh yeah you know yeah. A, a wolf that got into the flock and sure i'd say this no i don't think membership is necessary i do think that if it's someone who's a new attendee um you know hopefully you know there's some time for the you know the leadership to get to know them first mm-hmm. um and i think that if you're a leader that is concerned with the spiritual well-being of your team, that kind of stuff, is it isn't as necessary to have membership be a requirement because you know your team mm-hmm. and you're sharing their your your life together and you you know them a little bit better. So yeah, I don't think membership. Worship necessary. team, all be new, you need to be believers. Yes, Absolutely. yeah. Dude, I went, no, I I went to a um, I went to a church plant or whatever um, for a big major church network that they. Uh, they would just hire out the musicians because they wanted a good experience, mm-hmm. but they might not necessarily be Christians. So I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Okay. Because then you're just playing music yeah, I know at that lot. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know some people that are on teams that aren't Christians because of that reason. Last question. What song do you want to play? What's the one song you want to play to your funeral? Ooh. My <laughs> wife has already decided that we're playing Landslide by Fleetwood Mac at my funeral. <laughs> but... <laughs> You serious? Yeah, she's like. How about a spiritual? Him? She's, like, you, one of those. she's like, you're old. You're gonna die first. I want to play the song. At your That's hilarious. Um, I have that much older than you. That also doesn't bode well for me either. <laughs> older than you? Probably whatever song at the time is out that has been released about someone going to heaven. It mm. would be my guess. You can I, decide what to play. To I funeral. literally don't care. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm, me. The way I would do it is I would probably play. Endless Vacation by the Ramones. One of the worst bands known to man. Not even true. This is they blown influenced, up in my face. They influenced every band. Anyways. By the way, dear listener, we're way like I wrote seven questions for this. I didn't yeah. use any of them. And we went <laughs> we used three hours. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh if I could choose a song, it'd probably be For me it's Be Thou My Vision. Is that's it? A, that's a good one. That will always just Let me look. Have a spot have mm-hmm. in my heart as mm-hmm. a I'm bad with song names. I, I just I could not tell you. Start um, singing one for us. That's all. Oh, say can you sing? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> is it Ose or is it Jose? It's, it's about a Spanish guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Changes everything. What's the song? It's skipping my brains. Altogether good. 
mm. by citizens. Never heard of it. It's a very good. Probably good. It's very good. I've got it on vinyl. That's cool. Oh, this was well a, with my soul. Oh, yeah. That's what I'd go with. All right, gentlemen. This you made great. it through the gauntlet. We're out of video space, so if you're hearing this, you're not seeing it. <laughs> but maybe we'll <laughs> yeah. have a logo up so you can hear our sweet voices. Uh-huh. Gentlemen, it's we been could, a real pleasure. We could animate the last We should have some last few it. minutes. We could claymation it. That'd be awesome. Ooh. You understand how much... Anyway, no. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> great to hear you guys' thoughts on worship. We should do it again sometime. I agree. Yes. There's always more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yes, always. Brandon, get us out of here. I will. This has been Outsiders Podcast. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Rate us, review us, share us. Um, yeah, this has been awesome. See you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. I don't know why I did this because no one can see us. They never will. Ding, 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 ding. See you later. Bye. Bye. Wow.